Hello, this is the Sri Lankan News Podcast. Every day I bring you news headlines from Sri Lanka. If you would like to stay updated about the daily news, politics and international relations of Sri Lanka, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Sri Lankan News Podcast. Today is Thursday, 20th of May 2021. Starting off with good news first, Daily News reports that China has decided to donate another 500,000 doses of the Sinopharm vaccination within this month to support Sri Lanka to fight the current wave of the COVID-19 in the country. It also reports that according to the Tourism Minister Prasanna Ranathunga, the government is taking measures to import 900 doses of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. Those stocks are expected by July. Daily Mirror reports that according to the Government Medical Office Officers Association, reports are surfacing that COVID-19 AstraZeneca second dose vaccinations are being sold at 5000 each besides the government's vaccination drive. GMOA Assistant Secretary Dr. Navin Disoiza said told the media that since a limited number of AstraZeneca vaccines were delivered to the country, people are in a rush to get them and have formed long queues. In the meantime, certain racketeers have capitalized on this opportunity to maliciously sell these vaccines. Health Ministry spokesperson Dr. Hemant Herat said that Sri Lanka could face the risk of reporting over 1 million COVID-19 cases within the next 100 days. He told media that the case load in the country had been estimated to double every 5 days. He said, I quote Our general calculations suggest that if the COVID-19 virus is spread to another person within 5 to 6 days, the case load will double every 5 days. Accordingly, when the case load doubles 20 times within 100 days, the case load will definitely surpass the 1 million mark." Unquote. The Daily Mirror reports that according to senior consultant physician at the Infectious Disease Hospital, Dr. Ananda Vijayakrama, The country is currently at a crucial juncture in terms of COVID-19 situation. If proper measures are not taken right now, the situation would end up in a major catastrophe. Therefore, he said that it is of utmost importance to take all necessary steps collaboratively and appropriately if we are to avoid a major havoc in the coming weeks. Daily FT reports that the government has requested international non-governmental organizations and non-governmental organizations within the country to divert funds allocated for the second, third and fourth quarters action plans for the purchase of high flow oxygen machines. It says that the request was made via a circular issued by the National Secretariat for NGOs of the Interna- Internal Security, Home Affairs and Disaster Over Disaster Management State Ministry and it was signed by the Secretariat Director General Raja Gunaratna and it was dated 12th of may the daily mirror reports that the attorney general dapula de livera has issued fresh guidelines to the igp for bail in respect of several offenses in order to immediately reduce the prison remand population and overcrowding in prisons in the face of the rising covid-19 pandemic the daily news also reports that the european union ambassadors based in colombo called on the foreign minister dinesh kunwardena earlier this week at the foreign ministry and discussed issues of mutual interest including eu sri lanka cooperation and the gsp plus process 
Among other issues discussed was the EU's contribution towards the COVAX facility, supporting global effort to secure equitable access to COVID-19 vaccines by countries, including Sri Lanka, in the context of the National Action Plan to inoculate its adult population against the virus. The Daily FT also reports that the government has imposed a ban on all inbound passenger flights for 10 days starting tomorrow in a fresh move to curb the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic in its third wave. The Civil Aviation Authority informed all operating airlines to suspend passenger arrivals from midnight tomorrow until 11.59pm on 31st of May at all international airports in the country. Moving on to the Port City Bill, the Daily FT says that SJP offers conditional support to the Port City Bill. Yesterday, the Samagi Chanapalavege said that it will extend support for the Colombo Port City Economic Commission Bill if the government agrees to accommodate amendments that the party proposes during the third reading of the bill. MP Dr. Harsha De Silva told Parliament that the SJB will move an amendment to convert the Colombo Port City Economic Commission to a government cooperation with ex officio members and the central bank having regulatory authority over it. On the other hand, according to the Daily FT, the United National Party yesterday called on the government to withdraw the Port City Bill and redraft a new bill with broader consultation. UNP member and former parliamentarian Sandit Samarasinghe has told that the UNP welcomes the determination by the Supreme Court in regard to the Colombo Port City Economic Commission Bill, but a mismanaged port city will not contribute to the national economy as anticipated. He has further said that the port city has the potential and, and potential for encouraging economic growth in the country. However, if it is mismanaged, then it will fail. Therefore, the UNP urges the government to withdraw this bill and redraft a new bill with the assistance of relevant sectors and the opposition. Further, prominent members of the Buddhist and Christian clergy also called for the government to defer the vote on the Colombo Port City Economic Commission bill without rushing it through Parliament. The island reports that the Public Security Minister Sarat Virasekara told Parliament yesterday that the US Federal Bureau of Investigation had identified Naufo Maulvi as the mastermind behind the Easter Sunday terror attacks. Making a special statement to the House in response to a statement by Attorney General Dakula de Oliveira, Minister Virasekara said that according to the investigations carried out by the Sri Lanka police and US detectives, it was clear that Maubi had masterminded the terror attack on 21st of April 2019, which killed 270 persons and wounded another 500. The island also reports that the Global Tamil Forum says that the 40,000 to 70,000 Tamil civilians killed in the final months of the war in the north in Sri Lanka constitutes only a fraction of the total number of deaths during the 30-year-old conflict. It says that the UK headquartered organization has urged the Tamil community and their leaders to take stock of the challenges and opportunities in the present political climate and act strategically by forming partnerships with stakeholders across all communities in Sri Lanka and in the international community. That's all the news on the Sri Lankan podcast today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sri Lankan News Podcast. 
If you would like to stay updated about the daily news, politics and international relations of Sri Lanka, be sure to subscribe to this podcast.